Welcome one and all. This is Brother Dell of Gospel Repentance Ministries. I am kicking off the summer series. God bless you for tuning in. And I want to import a new theme for this series. And that is man cannot live by bread alone. God bless you once again for tuning in. And what I want to talk about in this podcast episode is restoring one another. And to begin this discussion, I need to go over to the book of Galatians and I want to recite verses one and two. And that's Galatians in particular chapter six, verses one and two. And it says this, for those who have been overtaken in a fault, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. It's been said in the church that believers or Christians are, are the only ones that will kill their own wounded. And what do I mean by that? Well, when someone is caught up in sin, whatever sin that is, instead of restoring a brother or sister, as the word of God said in the Galatians chapter six, in the spirit of meekness or in humility, we tend to oftentimes basically look at them negatively like they have done the most heinous thing that you could imagine. And, and what they may have committed as far as the sin may be very, very bad, but we oftentimes are acting like we're not susceptible to those same type of sins. So instead of being uh, ruthless toward them and uncompassionate, we need to be loving and we need to talk to them, pray for them so that they can be restored and healed. Uh, considering ourselves, as the Bible says, lest we also be tempted because sin is always crouching at the door of our lives, no matter who we are, no matter how much Bible we have read how no matter how many theological terms we can express or how well we can exegete God's truth we're all susceptible uh, to sin because we have a sinful nature so that is what Paul is saying in Galatians chapter 6 that we are to check ourselves out examine our own lives and not be uh, condescending to our brother and sister who fell into some type of gross sin. It does hurt us because it hurts the body of Christ. However, that person is involved in a sin for some reason or another. It's their own fault, mind you. Nobody made them do what they did. However, because we're all sinners by nature, we need to be compassionate toward one another. Let me go over to the Gospel of John and we can look at a an example in John. Let's go to John chapter 8 and I want to start with verse 3. John chapter 8 verse 3. It says this, And the scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman taken in adultery, and when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses and the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? 
This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down with his finger, wrote on the ground as though he had hurt them not. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself and said to them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they who heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. Verse 10, when Jesus had raised himself and saw none but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Has no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. So there we have an occasion where, according to the law, the woman should have been stoned, but Jesus uh, provided a tremendous insight. He says, Which, whichever one of you has no sin, go ahead, kill her, basically is what he literally said, because their form of capital punishment back then was stoning. If someone was convicted of a crime and it was proven that they were convicted, they were to be taken outside the city gate and stoned to death. So because none of none of those who accused her were sinless themselves, they had no right to stone her because if she was to be stoned, then it would have only been fair that they be, be, be stoned as well because they also had sin. And of course, Jesus being omniscient, knowing everything, knew what those sins were. And it can't be proven, but there are those that believe when he was uh, stooped down writing in the ground in the dirt that he was writing down the sins of the accusers of that woman. We have no way to prove that, but I throw that in there for what it's worth. There is another place in scripture that I want to look at and it's in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. And it says this. It talks, Paul is talking to the church at Thessalonica. And he says that anybody that does not listen to their words, he says this. If anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person and have nothing to do with them, that he may be ashamed do not regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. Now that's 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. So the point that Paul is making is that those who disregard the gospel truth that he's bringing to them, that that person is to be cut off. That is another occasion. You can compare, rather, those verses with Matthew chapter 18, where it talks about a brother who is caught up in sin and he's confronted about his sin. He refuses to repent. So the person that the offending brother was dealing with, they go and find two or three more witnesses and then they go and try to reason with the uh, sinning person again. And if he doesn't listen to those two or three witnesses, then it says you take the matter to the church. And if the sinning member does not listen to the elders of the church, then you're supposed to put him out of the assembly. Or as I'd mentioned to you in a prior uh, podcast that you are to bind that person. You forbid them from coming to the assembly. Why? So that they may be ashamed, but you don't cut them off 
completely and finally you admonish them you continue to love on them and you and you basically appeal to them say hey listen we need to come to an agreement you know what you did was wrong but we're not here to judge you we want to uh, help you get back on your feet and that's what Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 and 2 is talking about restoring a person and considering yourself lest you also be tempted so the whole point of the restoration is about love it's not about condemning someone and then keeping them away from the family of God from the kingdom and from the ark of safety which is the church which is where we as believers need to be because we need to be amongst one another so that we can pray for one another that we can encourage one another that we can be accountable to each other and that we can love one another so restoration is something that is done by those who are spiritual which means that they're that those individuals are spiritually mature in the faith they're not there to condemn a person they're not there to uh, look down on them with their noses as if the person that committed the sin has committed uh, something that none of us are capable of doing because we are because we're human and that we're, we're going to be tempted just like they are they fail for whatever reason and it is not our job to condemn them they already feel condemned by virtue of the fact that they fell into sin and they feel terrible about it at least they should if they're truly a child of God the Spirit of God will definitely convict them but it is our job of us those of us who are spiritual to restore people like I said in humility and not to do it in a uh, pretentious way not to do it in a in like in a um, braggadocious way like we're better than they are because we are not they fell into sin this time but there may come a time when we may fall into sin and we may need restoration and we don't want anyone to restore us in a pretentious way or in a pharisaical way like like they're better than we are we want them to love us we want them to feel compassion for us we want them to prop us back up because for whatever reason we've lost our way in our journey uh, in our Christian walk and we want to be restored at least uh, that's what we should want if we're true children of God so restoration is very important it's, it's something that we all should be engaged in we don't want to kill our own wounded we want to restore uh, one another once again in the spirit of meekness in the spirit of humility so that we can be stronger as a body and not weaker God bless you for listening. This is Brother Dell of Gospel Repentance Ministries. I am your proud host. I'll check you again very soon.